Do you ever wonder if you've hit the ceiling of your career? Are there more slopes to climb or is the only way down? Is there a way to utilize our experience for new opportunities? In this episode, we continue the story of Bob Cormack as he attempts to return to base camp from the summit of the tallest peak on earth. We want to know what qualities contributed to his success and how we as marketers can apply these principles to overcome our own mountain-like obstacles. This is a podcast about summiting B2B marketing and the account-based mindset. This is Reach. Thanks for coming with us today. My name is Hiromi Matsumoto and I'm here with agency founder and CEO Jason Thorgierson. Hey and Chief Creative Officer Garrett Krinsky. Hey, everyone. So in the last episode, Bob told us how he was chosen to summit, despite his lack of personal ambition and being in a group of very driven and professional climbers. And we walked away with some inspiration as marketers to focus more on our accounts, not on our own personal ambitions. The need to be versatile when we feel stuck and the reminder that when we focus on the task at hand, The summit can often come as a surprise. Yeah. And it's good advice because Bob actually made it. He and his partner, Chris Chandler, were very early summiteers of Mount Everest. I thought I was the 57th and Chris was the 58th, but I might have been the 59th and him the 60th. I got down from Everest. Jerry says, you did touch the absolute top, didn't you? It's a ritual for him. He's got to touch the top, you know, take his glove off and touch it sort of thing. Well, no, I sat down about five feet away and I was worried about taking pictures and stuff. And it's behind me. It wasn't more than a foot higher. I don't care. And he goes, oh, my God, you haven't really climbed Everest. And I said, you're the only person in the world who would think that, Jerry. I mean, do, do you also try not to step on cracks on the sidewalk? I mean, come on. <laughs> we had to descend in the dark because it took too long to get to the summit. And so they lost sight of us at the South Summit when it got dark. And and then we were in the tent the next morning and winds howling and it's 30 below and it's blowing like crazy outside. And, and we just kept melting snow and making wilders and eating food. And, you know, you every now and then you open up, you look out and go, God, you know, it's still bad out there. We supposed to have walkie-talkies, but it was you know, like 30 below and the mercury batteries didn't work. So we just left them at the South Call. And they could see the tent from across the valley, and, but... Nobody. They didn't see anybody, right? Never occurred to us that they all thought we were dead. When something happens that you haven't expected, you fall back on your experience. That's the danger of inexperienced people up there. They're okay if they're following a rope that other people, experienced people in Sherpas and so on have put up, but if something happens and the rope's not there, then your likelihood of being able to think up the appropriate experience at that altitude is not high. I mean, all the people that died on the South Call that year, they wandered around and no one realized that if they just put their head down and chugged up wind for a quarter mile, they'd hit the camp. So they stayed there and laid down and froze to death. Rock climbing is all about basically knowing what you can do and then staying inside that boundary, right? But if you haven't any experience, how do you know what you can do? I appreciate how he talks about experience and it's something to fall back on. 
the experience that we have as marketers or the experience that we have even as humans counts for something. So even if it's just a, a counterpoint or even if it's just a perspective to understand kind of what's happening, it's valuable. Surface it. Think about it and talk about it with the team. Yeah. In, in a previous episode, he was talking about how they practiced in the yard. He wasn't advocating for like getting all of your experience on the top of Everest. You should probably have that before you go. But do you guys have any thoughts about how you do that in a marketing environment? What's the takeaway there? You know, even when you're doing uh, your own marketing, you're trying to land your own clients. It's a remarkable experience at that point to learn from what you are doing for yourself, right? To apply your own discipline, to apply your own principles in what you're doing. That is experience that's invaluable. Then when you start making larger decisions with larger budgets, the equivalent of marketing Everest is now informed by the things you've done previously at a smaller scale. It sounds to me like there's a direct connection between what you're doing as a marketer and interactions, just talking to people and taking mental note, being observant to what resonates with people, how people like to be communicated with, how people like to be approached, and making that note and adding that to your experience. So that once someone's paying you to do this or your job is on the line, you have a reference point, you have that experience built up. Am, am I digesting that right? A hundred percent. And you also have this bank of other people's experience. Like he talked about before, there's no place on the mountain that doesn't get avalanches, but they put the camps in places where they get avalanched less. Use that experience at least to inform what you may do next. My wife had hiked out several days earlier. And uh, so she got on the radio and she said, look, uh, don't worry about it. They're just too lazy to go out into the wind as long as there's anything left to eat in the tent. She's always known what I'm doing no matter where I am. So you know, that can be both good and bad. <laughs> but that was true. That was absolutely true. You know, finally, we went, oh, God, the wind's not going to go down. We're out of food. We got to get out there in the wind and struggle back down to the south call. It's funny that Bob makes light of it, but obviously this is serious stuff. In fact, I was reading that his climbing partner, Dr. Chris Chandler, died just a few years later during his descent from another Himalayan climb. Yeah, obviously, as we're thinking about Bob's experience, this is real life and death stuff. If they fall outside of the boundaries or they take a risk they shouldn't have taken, it literally can mean their lives. But from a marketer's perspective, uh, when we think about our endeavors to communicate with others, and if we were to think on that same premise that this is life or death, we may limit our approach trying to stay within the boundaries of what everybody else is doing. And this could limit us in terms of our effectiveness on reaching those decision makers in these target accounts that we know there's a fit with our business. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have to step out naturally of this comfort zone that we have. It often will take us uh, thinking outside of the boundaries of what is maybe a normal practice or what's maybe a normal approach in order to communicate just to gain their attention. So I think it's it's good to look at this as an experience that obviously there's not a apples to apples comparison here when we're thinking about mountain climbing and marketing, yet there's a lesson here that it's not life mm -hmm. or death for us in our endeavors to reach our most valuable accounts. Yeah. I think, too, the the idea of just 
stretching a little creatively also you know use a little bit more humor don't automate everything inject the human element in it be willing to speak the language of the person you're talking to i think very often you see especially in b2b communication it just seems very boring and often this results because of taking the less risky approach or doing what everybody else is doing but again it's going to take us going outside of those comfort zones for us or what maybe the norm is in seeing how enterprises communicate in order to show up differently to our most valuable accounts. Qualifying leads you got at a trade show is boring? Blasphemy. <laughs> Man, that's the worst, right? <laughs> I never want to do anything that exhausting again, really. Well, we got people on top and nobody died, you know, so we actually were fairly successful. I mean, by the, the standards at the time, a lot of expeditions had people die. Several years later, it might have been in 82, uh, some other guys from Boulder climbed Mount Everest and they had a slideshow. I'm sitting there watching the slideshow and they got to where they um, had a picture from the South Summit looking up the Summit Ridge, which is where Chris and I realized that we couldn't make it to the top and back before dark. But we went on because of the financial situation. And I felt that I'd been kind of coerced really in a way. When that picture showed up, the hair stood up on the back of my neck. I started shaking violently. I started sweating profusely. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Stop it, stop. But couldn't stop. And uh, by the time they got toward the end of the slideshow, my shirt was soaked, my hair was soaked. I'm like, I don't really know how I'm going to explain this to anybody. So I slipped out in the dark before the slideshow ended. You know? I think I just had a fear reaction physically that I suppressed on Everest. They're holding a reunion in December. I'm the only one still alive who made the top. So maybe I should go, I don't know. In 1976, Bob Cormack became the 56th person to summit Mount Everest. And just to give perspective on how noteworthy that is, since then, well over 10,000 people have followed in his footsteps. Hmm. So as unassuming as he is, he really is a trailblazer and there's a lot to take away from his experience. I think Everest is the ultimate metaphor for achievement. And when we think about account-based marketing efforts of B2B organizations trying to land their most valuable accounts, that is the ultimate achievement. And so starting with the story of those who have summited, especially in a time in which it was almost unheard of, which Bob's story is, it, it makes it approachable because he was just another individual who enjoyed the journey. He wasn't the person that was uh, vying to necessarily reach the summit or have that as a, a level of achievement, but his story teaches us that he was the ultimate team member. He was a guy you'd want to have on your team. He was an ultimate professional, the ultimate problem solver. And there's a ton of things we can learn from his story as marketers or sales professionals, leaders who are seeking to lead similar efforts. And there's something to aspire to, you know, and, and that's what it's all about is thinking about the potential of where we could go. 
uh, where could we possibly uh, reach and uncover the truths and mindsets behind it? I think from the lens of marketing in general, the idea of journey is so prevalent. The customer, our prospect, is always going on a journey. We guide them through a journey. We get them through the funnel. And so that idea of a journey not only applies personally, but applies to every client we interact with and every customer they want to reach. And it's so applicable because you think about the mountain climbing process. There's prep. You arrive at a base camp. There's camps along the way. There's an ultimate goal. There's subsequent goals, smaller incremental goals to get there. There's a team. There's all these things where the analogy just becomes so relatable on so many levels. And so from a conceptual standpoint, it really makes sense. Then when you layer in the personal experience of Bob, you layer in the actual destination of Everest, where it occupies the psyche of humankind. Jason's right. It's the ultimate achievement. And so when you combine that with the marketing journey, the ultimate achievement, it becomes so easy to start talking about for you, for me, for our company, for our clients, for their customers, where they fit in to that analogy. Yeah, Bob's story illustrates the value of building on our experience, being open to new opportunities, being willing to extend ourselves outside our comfort zone. But ultimately, he inspires us to have the humility to be adaptable in work, in play, and in life. Well, we'd like to thank Bob Cormack for being part of our maiden series of episodes. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, you're going to love what we have in store for you next. From Olympians to chefs and musicians, we're going to extend the boundaries of B2B marketing and the account-based mindset. Coming up next on Reach. Do you have a question for Bob or a suggestion for future episodes? Join the conversation on our LinkedIn group and please consider a review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to know what we can do to make this your next favorite podcast.